If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do we actually want freedom? Do we deserve freedom? Let's talk about that tonight. We're going to talk about sky is green craziness tonight, the banking system, the border. There's all kinds of stuff in the news tonight on I'm Right. I was having a conversation with someone one time. He was an author. He wrote all these historical books. And we were just geeking out on history. You know what a history nerd I am. And we were talking about what a fascinating experiment it would be to take a people, take a society, like uh, the the, the Persians, take Persian society, and then swap governments with another historical society. You know what I mean? So instead of, you have Persia, and then you have the Romans, and just snap your fingers and magically just give the Persians the Roman government, and give the Romans the Persian government, and see what would happen. And we were discussing it, And really the only conclusion you can come to is for a long time, it would be utter chaos, complete and utter chaos. Why? The Persian government worked fine for a while. The Roman government worked fine for a while. Why would it be a problem? Well, because the truth is this, all societies, they're not all meant for all forms of government. Some societies, aren't any good for this form of government or that form of government. You, as an American, by now, I think there's a chance that you've been conditioned, that I've been conditioned to believe that we, the American people, 
are still a people who are made for freedom. Because we love freedom. We talk about freedom. You talk about it. I talk about it all the time. Freedom, liberty, freedom. Get the government out of our lives. Freedom, 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 freedom. We talk about this all the time. But I'm going to ask you something. I want you to think about this question. Are you sure we are made for freedom now? Oh, I know we were. Forget about what we were. I, I know that. I know that. We were suffering under British tyranny, wanted to break free, and we were a good people, strong families, good culture. We were a people made for freedom. I know we were. Are we still made for freedom? Do we deserve it? You know what John Adams said about us, about the Constitution, about freedom itself? You remember what John Adams said? He knew a little something about it. He said, our Constitution was made only for a moral and religious people. It is wholly inadequate to, the govern, or to govern any other. So let's think about that for a moment. Our Constitution, having freedoms. The government can't do this to you and can't do that to you, which we have loved, which is awesome, right? That's the best. Small government, stay out of my life. I'm not sure that we are a people worthy of that kind of government anymore. I think maybe we're a people worthy of tyranny, whether it be left-wing tyranny or right-wing tyranny. I saw this yesterday. North Carolina has three gigantic hospital systems, really, really big ones, the university hospital systems, Duke and, Duke and North Carolina and East Carolina and whatnot. And they, uh, these are not, this is not some side back alley doctor, okay? These are the major medical institutions of the state of North Carolina. They were discussing when gender transitioning begins or should begin with a child. One of them said at the age of two. The other one said at the age of three. And the final one really, really wanted to hold off for a while. They wait until the child is four before they start gender transitioning them. Now, I know you're sick to your stomach right now. If you haven't seen that before, you're probably mad, throwing things at the TV. I, I, I'm, I'm with you. You're disgusted. I'm disgusted. I'm with you. And you're probably saying things like, that has to be stopped. We have to ban this. This has to be banned. And I agree with you. I agree with you. 100%. This has to be stopped. This has to be banned. But Should we have to ban things like that? Are we a people who are worthy of freedom if we have to tell doctors, no, you can't gender transition the two-year-old? Are we people who deserve a constitution like ours? I don't know that we want to know the answer to that. Because I don't, I don't know that we're ready. We had... We had someone at the White House Correspondents' Dinner. We had him up there in front of the public cracking jokes about shooting students. And also, speaking of drag queens, can, can we stop with the grooming stuff? Can you stop talking about that? Drag queens are not at a school to groom your kids. Stop it. And even if they were, most of them kids gonna get shot at school. It ain't no problem. Don't grow past legislation. Haha, -ha, it's funny, the school shootings. Also, do you notice how badly he wants drag queens 
in front of your child. And so as a result, you and I have to try to get legislation passed to stop drag queens from shaking their genitals in front of our children. If we have to go find legislative solutions for things like that, maybe we're not in a place where we deserve freedom anymore. I mean, look, we're in a place now. Well, look what's happening in Ireland. You remember the story in Ireland, a teacher, for religious reasons, refused to use preferred pronouns because that's, well, insane. You know that teacher did 100 days in prison? You know that kind of stuff is coming to America, too? You know it is. If you're in a blue state, there's no doubt about that. It's coming. Those kind of hate speech laws, they'll call them, they're coming here. You know, New York City, it's, I mean, violent crime everywhere right now. They have so many car thefts, they're now handing out Apple AirTags so you can tag your car with it and track the car thieves as they drive away from New York City. I'm not making that up. Rapes out of control, murders out of control. But the NYPD, they've got a criminal they're really, really interested in. Came out today, courtesy of the New York Post. Somebody in New York pooped on a pride flag. You see, you can rape and murder and steal cars, but my goodness, you can't desecrate the national religion. You can't stand against the U.S. of gay or we will mobilize the full force of the government against you. Have you seen what's happening in the Navy? They're having major recruitment problems across the various military branches for a variety of reasons. Our young men, our young women, our young people in this society are fatter than they've ever been. They're on more drugs than they've ever been, mine, oftentimes legal drugs, so that'll disqualify you, criminal past. That and the fact that rural Americans, who are typically the Americans who have filled up your military, they don't want to join the U.S. of gays military. They don't want to fight for this regime. And so in response to that, the Navy has brought in some tranny to be a digital ambassador, a digital ambassador. This person, Harpy Dan, well, here it is. Settle down, are you kidding? I'm at the top of my game. I'm right up there with the big dogs. Girls, come on. Leave the saving the world to the men? I don't think so. So let's go back to my original question. Are we a nation worthy of freedom? I know you personally are. I'm not worried about you. But as a whole, are we even made for it? Should we even have it? Is it a good idea? I would argue no. All that may have made you uncomfortable, but I'm right. But I want to leave you with this after, after I got through all that. I want to leave you with this. We are doing good things. There are good people pushing back. The Bud Light thing, you're not stopping. You're accelerating. And I'm proud of you, proud of me, proud of all of us. Sales were down 11% the first week after they rolled out that Dylan Mulvaney training nonsense. Now it's down 26%. 26%. So remember, if this sickens you, if what's happening in this country sickens you, if you're watching this nation turn into Sodom and Gomorrah, completely unworthy of freedom, 
We have to fight that fight with our dollars too, not just our votes. And people are doing that. Because remember, I just want to point out Chelsea Clinton here before we sign off and we have a huge show for you. Greg Price is joining us next. Remember this. Chelsea Clinton put out a statement yesterday talking about banning books. Democrats across the nation are using this as a rallying cry. Republicans want to ban books. Republicans want to ban books. I just want to make sure you keep something in mind. Every single time you see a Democrat say Republicans want to ban books, you see a Democrat who wants to show your child pornography. The books that are being removed from schools shows things that are so wretched. I will not play them for you on this show because I know little kids are watching acts and all kinds of horrible things. Whenever you see a Democrat talk about banning books, that's a human being wanting to show your child pornography. So don't let up. Keep going. So we don't all get rained down with fire from heaven. We're going to talk to Greg Price about this and many, many other things in just a moment. Before we do that, let's talk about something good. Let's talk about our dogs. Last night, making burgers making my world-famous Jesse Kelly burgers. And so, of course, Fred, our dog, gets real, real close whenever I'm making those burgers, just in case any scraps happen to fall down. And I'll be honest with you, some scraps fell down. And I never used to be able to do that before because Fred has a sensitive stomach, I know. And he would have digestive problems every time you'd give him anything. He'd have, to have digestive problems after he ate his food. But I can give Fred some scraps now, thank you, to Rough Greens. Because now Fred isn't just eating dead dog food. Fred is getting natural herbal supplements from Rough Greens. Digestive enzymes, omega oils, vitamins, minerals. He's never been so healthy. Do you have a lethargic dog? Is the coat fading? Joints going bad? Give your dog real nutrition for the first time ever. Go to roughgreens.com slash jesse for a free jumpstart trial bag. All right? Or call 833-33-MY-DOG. We'll be back. That is going to be the mainstream very quickly. The mainstreaming of open pedophilia in our society. Several months later. If a person exposes themselves to a minor online, it's a felony and that it is the words were unjust for it to only be a misdemeanor. The exposure online is a felony because of a policy choice. That's not some written in stone pre-existing happened with the Big Bang fact. The more equitable call would be to align these offenses at the misdemeanor level. Joining me now, Greg Price. He's the communications director for the state Freedom Caucus Network. Greg, I mean, I am getting older. My hearing isn't what it once was. Did I just hear an elected representative in Colorado argue for the reduction in penalties for exposing your genitals to a minor online? Is that what I heard? Your ears do not deceive you, Jesse. That is exactly what this woman said. And it's just as disgusting as it sounds to be. And it's, you know, we, and as you just played, you predicted this, everybody predicted that this would happen. A, a large, uh, an outgrowth of the, of the push towards transgenderism and all of that stuff has been to the normalization of pedophilia. And that's what we're now seeing on a daily basis. The other day in the Colorado legislature, in addition to this uh, unhinged comment, there were 27 Democrats in the Colorado House that voted against a bill 
that would make exposing yourself to a minor in real life a class six felony. 27 of them voted against that, voting against exposing your junk to a kid, a felony. Like that, that is what just that, and also one of them said that it, it targets drag shows and the transgender community. You know, talk about telling on yourself. I'd love to hear her go in depth about why that may be. Uh, that's not the only state where all this crazy stuff is going on right now. I need to point out you're always all over this stuff. Here's what's been happening in Montana. Greg, what am I looking at, and why are all those freaks so angry? So Montana just passed a bill that bans pediatric gender mutilations for minors. You know, can't have kids going through that. That seems pretty common sense. The kids who don't know their ABCs shouldn't be able to change their gender. But there's a transgender Democrat state rep from the town of Missoula, which is a very liberal town in Montana, who uh, told all the representatives that they would have blood on their hands when they pray for passing this bill. And as a result, she was censured due to a lack of decorum. And as a result, they flooded the Capitol with all of the pronoun freaks and the the LGBT mafia uh, chanting against this, against this woman or this man who is who now identifies as a woman, the fact that she broke house rules on decorum. But, you know, you know, the national media uncovering this has been talking about how wrong it was for the Montana Republicans and specifically the Montana Freedom Caucus to censure this person and refer to him as a him instead of, you know, the what instead of affirming the delusions that this person has about themselves, instead of the fact that they are literally pushing to do these disgusting for for it to be legal for these disgusting surgeries to happen to minors. It really shows what the priorities of the media are when they covered this entire thing. Greg, why the minors? Why the kids? I, no one really cared about this stuff that much until they started coming for the kids. Why the kids? You know, that's the million-dollar question, Jesse. I think it's just an outgrowth of their attack on the innocence of children and on attack on truth in general. They know that in order to win the future, you have to start young. You have to start when indoctrinating them when they're young. And I think what we're seeing... With the whole with the whole outrage over you know what should be a pretty common sense thing to most people that children should not be able to change their gender I think that is a big reason we're seeing such an outcry about it and I don't think the majority of people support this or support anything they're seeing especially in a state like Montana where a Democrat senator is up for re-election now next no, or in two Novembers from now let's cross our fingers on that all right there's a black lives matter story out of virginia you've been all over and i don't want to butcher it so i will hand the floor to you what's going on there yeah so it was a story that was written in in uh, reason magazine and, it, and it's really really sad and disgusting what happened so basically there was this uh, white girl who was a student at the university of virginia and uh she basically she she accidentally drove into a blm protest in july of 2020 and she got out of her car to talk to a truck driver who was blocking the road. And she said to him, thank you for being here protecting these people. Otherwise, they would be speed bumps. And people overheard her say this. And this uh, BLM activist named Ziana Bryant started tweeting about how this, this lady told them that they would make great speed bumps and threaten to run them over. And she got sanctioned by her university. She got ostracized by her peers. And you know she obviously had the social media mob come down on her. 
And but a year later, the university's investigation found that it never actually happened that this person, Zion O'Brien, completely lied. And meanwhile, this woman, you know, that her life was completely ruined. She had a plan to go to law school, but that can't happen because she now had this on her record. You know, they found out that she was the daughter of a police officer who had died of cancer a few years prior, and they were using that to attack her. You know, the student government at the school came out and condemned her, and even the chair of her major came out and condemned her. And it was all for a complete lie that has now been exposed as a lie. I'll tell you what, Jesse, I don't get very angry at the news very often, but I, I, I was red hot after reading what happened to this girl. And it really says a lot about, okay. you know, the whole concept of white privilege and who truly has the privilege in America. Zayana Bryant is the face of power and privilege now, and Morgan Bettinger represents what is actually who the actual victims are in our society. Where'd the Zayana Bryant creature end up? Yeah, so she she was a prominent BLM activist. She organized the effort for uh, Charlottesville to take down the statue of Robert E. Lee. And, you know, she got glowing profiles in the media. She went on to have a, a lucrative career as a full-time activist. You know, she, she, she had a great life for herself. And meanwhile, Morgan Bettinger, as I said, had her future plans completely ruined. She told Reason that, you know, she obviously struggled with depression. She said she now needs prescribed medications in order to fall asleep at night. And it was all because this this Zyanna Bryant creature, as you said, completely lied about her. And, you know, I, like I said, I've, I've never been, I can't remember a time I've been angrier at a news story. I, I, it's, I don't even know, how, I can't even describe it. It's, it's truly insane. All right, and that brings me to this. The uh, TikTok influencer crowd for politics, and these guys have been in the news a little bit lately. Here it is. What the Republican Party doesn't understand about Gen Z is we don't like you. You claim you want to appeal to Gen Z, but you call us stupid, you say we're dumb, you say we're indoctrinated. I promise it's a losing strategy. And Gen Z is watching the Republican Party extremely closely as they destroy our environment, take rights away from women, do nothing about kids being shot in schools. And if they think they can give the middle finger to our generation and get away with it, they're sorely mistaken. Okay, obviously I'm rolling my eyes like you're rolling your eyes, and it's cringe and it's stupid, but I think it's smart politics. I think it's this, this kind of stupid stuff is stuff the RNC should get involved in. This stuff helps move the next generation of culture. Am I crazy? No, you're exactly right, Jesse. Like, if you don't know who those two guys are, Harry Sison and Chris Mowry, and they're two guys who have a lot of followers on TikTok, work for a management company that's being paid by the DNC, and they're actively working with the, Bi with the Biden White House. According to Axios, they have full access to the White House briefing room, and they're essentially working with them to push their messaging out on TikTok, which is an app that lots of kids use, and which is very impressionable. And I think it's cringe to look at. Obviously, the kid flexing his noodle arms is, uh, is, is really cringe, but it, it's effect these types of influencer campaigns are very effective, and that's why you know, e even though TikTok is an app owned by China, I think TikTok is an app you still, Republicans should still be pushing their messaging on just because lots of, like, millions of, of people use it, millions of people who are going out and voting in elections. And it, it, this stuff's surprisingly effective. And you're right, you know, there should be some sort of effort on the right. I'm not sure if it'll all come from the RNC, but there, there should be an effort to do a lot of these same things. Because, like I said, it, it, it actually works. This, it, it works, unfortunately. Greg, appreciate you, brother. Thanks for having me. All right. What's next? Well, 
Let's get an update on schools in this country. There's actually some good news when it comes to that. Did you know that? Before we get to that, let's get to your 401k, your IRA, as you watch the banks get seized, as you watch the bubble get ready to pop. We're all sitting there, we're all doing the same thing. You get up and you look and you just pray your retirement isn't gone on your phone. Get some gold or silver woven into your 401k and IRA. What that does is it raises the floor for how far it can fall when the bubble goes pop. Don't give back all the, all the retirement. You worked your whole life for that. Oxford Gold takes care of it for you. They make it easy. Also, I love this. They'll mail gold and silver coins to your front door, physical gold and silver coins. That's something everyone should have. You should have some precious metals in your home no matter what. What a cool thing to pass down too, by the way, I might point out if you never use it, and I hope you never do. Call 833-995-GOLD. Tell them Jesse told you to call. They'll take care of you, okay? 833-995-GOLD. We'll be back. I am stunned at what you have said this week about your claiming to have wanted to reopen schools. I think most you'll find that most parents believe you were the tip of the spear of school closures. There are numerous statements you made over the summer of 20, scaring people to death about the possibility of opening schools. And I hear no remorse whatsoever about the generational damage that's been done to these kids. I have two kids with learning differences. Do you know how hard it is for them to learn at home and not in a classroom that was designed for them? And for you to sit in front of Congress and the American people and say, oh, I, I wanted to open them the whole time. I, I am shocked. I'm stunned. Joining me now, Cora DeAngelis, Connor Boyuk, authors, co-authors of the book, 40 Ways Government Schools Are Failing Today's Students. The book is titled Mediocrity. Golly, that is appropriate for where our schools are. Hey, Corey. So Randy Weingarten's been doing a very public, I didn't want to close down schools campaign, which is laughable. Everyone here has a brain, saw her want to close down schools. So what's with the public relations campaign? I mean, look, it's a total gaslighting campaign and nobody's falling for it. She doesn't want people to know that she's responsible for hurting kids academically, mentally, and physically. I mean, her union lobbied the CDC to make it more difficult to reopen schools. Her union also... Uh, just nonstop fear-mongering the entire time. Yet her her local affiliates tweeting out that it was racist, sexist, and misogynist to reopen schools. Her union also threatened safety strikes in 2020. And also when Trump had a plan to reopen schools, she called it reckless, callous, and cruel. And so this is just a, a, a total revisionist history going on right now. But Twitter isn't falling for it, I'll say that. Uh, if you look at the community notes on her pinned tweets for the past three days, they've uh, fact-checked her and said, oh no, actually she wasn't fighting to reopen schools. And you know what, if she was fighting to reopen schools, why did it take so long? Why were the private schools open from the get-go? Why were the private businesses uh, able to do it? At the very least, they were extremely incompetent, but the, the reality is they held children's education hostage and we all know it. Connor, she said a line the other day that I cannot get out of my head about, well, it was her and the CDC. Here's a video of it. I do not talk to 
representatives you have a, of the government. Do you have a direct number to, to Director Walensky? Do I have Director Walensky's direct number? Yes. Yes, I have Director Walensky's direct number. Connor, why exactly would the head of the CDC need a direct number with the head of the teachers' union? Uh, well, uh, there's no reason that I can think of, and, and how we would all like to have that direct number to have lobbied the CDC directly on positions that we felt were appropriate. It shows that the teachers' unions are really about political power, the concentration of political power. Sometimes in quiet circles they'll admit as much, sometimes they'll let a tweet fly before they delete it that hints at the fact that they use mm. children ultimately as political props, but this is really, the schools have really become a jobs program for adults. It's become a way to, to make sure to fight for their turf, their money, their future, uh, and the kids are used as the excuse. All the while, the teachers' unions and the administrative class in the schools are presiding over a, a, a steady and substantial decline into intellectual mediocrity. So that's why Corey and I wanted to, to write the book, is almost as a, a warning cry to fellow parents to say, don't pay attention to the wine gardens out there. They're, they're trying to gaslight you. They're lying about things. Let's look at the data. Let's look at the true facts about what's happening in these schools and the absolute mediocrity that's coming out of them. Corey, how are governments failing our students? How are these schools failing our students? Well, they're a one-size-fits-all monopoly that has no incentive to cater to the needs of families. And so instead of focusing on the basics, focusing on education, we have schools now focusing on indoctrination with uh, gender ideology in the classroom, critical race theory, and families are pissed. I mean, this is one of the uh, unintended benefits of Randy Weingarten pushing the close of schools is that families got to see what the heck was going on in the classroom, and parents are now pushing for alternatives like school choice. They're homeschooling their kids because they don't want to send their children to institutions where they feel like they're being indoctrinated for 13 years without exit options. So you know what, Randy Weingarten's a horrible person for so many ways, in so many ways, but we should really give her the unintentional school choice champion award of the past three years because she keeps stepping in it over and over again. She can't help herself. She's so drunk on power and she has been for so long, she can't reverse course. And ultimately that's gonna be good news for children and families that the ultimate accountability for Randy Weingarten is not testifying in front of Congress and, and put, putting her in the public light. It's through allowing families to escape her government schools that she controls and staffs and letting families take their money to alternatives like private charter and homeschool options. Connor, COVID obviously brought all this stuff into people's homes. They woke up when they watched what little Aiden, Jaden, and Braden were learning on Zoom, but it didn't begin there. It was already there a long time before COVID, wasn't it? It, it absolutely was, and that's the travesty of what's happening right now, is that many parents have settled back into their routines that they were in pre-COVID. They thought, okay, that was a blip on the radar. It was this unfortunate thing, but now my kids are back to school and things were fine. And I went to school and I turned out fine, so my kids will turn out fine too. Uh, but things pre-COVID were not fine. The intellectual mediocrity we're talking about, the American people were warned 40 years ago. Corey and I published our book on the 40th anniversary of 
when Ronald Reagan's administration published an open letter to the American people, it was called A Nation at Risk, where they warned that the educational foundations of America were being threatened by a rising tide of mediocrity and that if a foreign government had attempted to impose on upon America that very mediocrity, we might have viewed it as an act of war, they said. As it stands, we've allowed this to happen to ourselves. That was in 1983. And when I share this story and I'm out public speaking, I ask the audience, raise your hand if you think that things have substantially improved in the school since 1983. To date, in all the times that I've asked that question, no one has dared to raise their hand because I think we all know that things are even worse than they were back in the early 80s, and so we got to do something about it. Corey, give me some good news before we get out of here. What's, what's new in the school choice front? Are we getting wins? Are we getting W's out there? Yes, in the past two years alone, six states have gone all in, allowing all families to access their kids' money to go to a private charter or home-based educational option. So that's a huge, that's huge momentum. And I'm going to North Carolina today. They're on the cusp. Right before we got on this interview, they passed through their House Education Committee a bill that would expand their school choice program to all families. And they have all Republicans signed on as co-sponsors to that bill in both chambers, the House and the Senate, which gives them just enough votes to override a expect, an expected veto from their hypocrite governor, Roy Cooper, who sent his own daughter to private school, yet rails against allowing less advantaged families to have school choice. Corey, Connor, the book is mediocrity. Go, go get it. I appreciate you guys. Thanks so much, Jesse. Thank you. All right. We're not done yet. Uh, bank failed. Another one. And... They're lying about everything. What a surprise. We'll talk about that in just a moment. Before we talk about that, let's get to this. We can't save America if we can't save ourselves. We have to, we talk about local politics all the time, right? Because that's how we'll save it. We, we protect our community and then we'll spread freedom from there. But we have to protect ourselves before we can protect our community. If testosterone levels continue the free fall, we're not going to be around anyway. We're not making enough babies. We're not, we're not, we don't have enough energy to, to fight this fight. Chalk with natural herbal supplements, they're out there trying to make everything better. They are. This is what we need to save the country. Fellas, go get on a male vitality stack from Chalk. Not big pharma crap, male vitality stack. Ladies, get on a female vitality stack. They have endless options for natural herbal supplements. Whatever you're looking for, whatever is ailing you, go look at what they have. 35% off subscriptions. That's absurd. Chalk.com promo code JESSE is what gets you that 35% off. We'll be back. Let's talk about lies, propaganda, the sky is green theory. You've heard me talk about this before on the show. Let's give you another update on exactly what it is, because I know we have a bunch of new viewers out there. And if we do, well, I know we do. Welcome to all you new ones. But I have this theory. It's really ham-fisted. I'm just warning you. But surprisingly accurate. If the system wanted you to believe the sky is green, they could be successful. Maybe not you personally, but if they wanted enough people to believe it. Now, societies, to understand this, you have to understand the system. Societies, all societies, they're all built on pillars, every single one of them. And that means your religion. This is the major religion of your society. That's a pillar. 
the education system is a pillar, the government's a, a pillar, the entertainment's a pillar, pillars of society. That's what holds up your nation, your culture, whatever it is. They're supposed to be separate pillars. The separation of them helps all of us because they keep each other in check. So if the media lies about something, if the media pillar is out there lying, then entertainment steps up and says, no, that's a lie, easily disproven. The education system steps up and says, no, that's a lie. But when you get to a late stage republic, which we are after all the communist onslaught for years, all the pillars, they now have figured something out. Hey, let's just work together. If we work together, we can get a lot of people to believe whatever we want. We can loot the treasury without many people noticing. If we work together, we can enrich ourselves while screwing over the peasants. Which brings us to the sky is green theory. It's very, very powerful. Propaganda is powerful. And when you control what goes in people's eyes and ears, that is extremely powerful. So if the system decided they wanted you to believe the sky is green or society, enough people to believe the sky is green, that sounds crazy. You'd never believe that because you can look up with your eyes and see it's blue. It's right there. That's a blue sky. You can see it. But if all of a sudden on every news show there was a new scientific expert out there explaining why your eyes were deceiving you and it's green, it's always been green. You go to the latest Hollywood blockbuster movie and they actually have colored the sky green in the movie. You're a child and from the earliest stage in science class, you learn to trust the science, that that sky is actually green, your eyes are deceiving you, it's green. The president would be talking about it being green. Your favorite actor or athlete would have an Instagram video up. Oh my gosh, this guy's green. No way. Go see my new film. Buy my Nikes. Only, not only that, once the contagion catches on, you saw this during COVID, people will begin spreading this misinformation to each other, just the normal people. Because your liberal Aunt Peggy, of course, now believes it, and she thinks you're some kind of heretic if you don't believe it, so she'll start screaming at you on Facebook, why are you such a stupid Republican? Over and over and over and over again, and soon you will have half a nation believing something that their own eyes tell them is a lie. You see this now, and once you see it, you can't unsee it. This country has been flooded with illegal immigrants since Joe Biden took over. He basically invited them to the border. It has been the goal of the communists to overwhelm our system with illegal immigrants for the longest time. And so as soon as they take over, they open up the border on purpose. It's not an accident. It's not a whoopsie. It's not a, oh, no, the border's open. This is all being done intentionally to destroy America. And we know the illegal immigration numbers are staggering. And yet, when you own the system, when you own every one of those pillars, you can get up to the podium and say things like this without a worry in the world. When it comes to illegal migration, you've seen it come down uh, by more than 90%. And that's because of this act, the actions that this president has taken. Um, what? Now, everyone knows that's a lie. Well, I should, I take that back. You know that's a lie. I know that's a lie. That lie will be parroted, though, by the other cultural pillars, and enough people will believe it. They lie about everything. We just had the second largest bank seizure in American history. That is a monumental big deal. They took this First Republic Bank, the Fed seized it, and then sold its gutted carcass to J.P. Morgan. And the president gets up 
and says things like this. Regulators have taken action to facilitate the sale of First Republic Bank and ensure that all depositors are protected and the taxpayers are not on the hook. These actions are going to make sure that the banking system is safe and sound. The banking system is safe and sound? Let me see if I have all this right. We have First Republic Bank, Silicon Valley Bank, Signature Bank. That's already a 3B. The banking system is not safe and sound. And now what do we know? We know that the Federal Reserve is going to meet this week. And what are they going to meet to discuss? They're going to discuss how much higher they need to jack interest rates. They're going to jack interest rates up even more, further constricting the economy. Talk about trouble. We are in serious trouble. Have you seen the announcements, the employee announcements from major corporations? It's always an indicator because here's what happens. These major corporations, they're always meeting. They're always having these meetings with projections and sales projections and profit projections. This is where we're going to be and this is where we're going to be here and we're going to be here. When you see major corporations all cutting jobs by the thousand, what you're seeing is the result of a bunch of corporate board meetings where they all got together and they decided it's going to be a very, very rough year, maybe some rough years, and it's time to start trimming what they consider to be fat. So any employee that isn't absolutely essential gets the snip. We are not safe. We are not okay. Something's going wrong. Oh, and did I mention there's a debt ceiling fight going on? Because the House, the default on the national debt is off the table. For over 200 years, America has never, ever, ever failed to pay its debt. To put in the capital and colloquial terms, America is not a deadbeat nation. We have never, ever failed to meet the debt. Now, as a result, one of the most respected nations of the world. We pay our bills, and we should do so without reckless hostage-taking from some of the mega-Republicans in Congress. We have a debt ceiling fight that is very real. The people I talk to in Congress, the congressmen I know, tell me it is real, and tell me there's probably going to be a showdown about this whole thing. Of course, the system's going to lie to you about it the entire time. They'll make Republicans out to be the bad guys, but this is going to be a problem. And through it all, through all the failure, they're simply going to keep lying and lying and lying and lying without end because we now have a system where they can convince large quantities of the population that the sky is in fact green. Remember when your liberal Aunt Peggy wouldn't let you visit because you didn't have a vaccine that didn't even stop the spread? Aunt Peggy believes the sky is green. All right, we're not done. We still have a light in the mood. Before we get to light in the mood, let's get to this. Let's get to your home and how it smells and your allergies. I'm, I'm not accusing you of having a dirty home, but everything eventually acquires a smell to it. Comes off our skin, comes off our food, comes off our pets. Maybe you're up there burning heaters, keeping it old school. Either way, your air needs cleaning, if for nothing else, for your allergies. I love my Eden Pure Thunderstorms. Love them and highly recommend it. They are this little black box. Doesn't even hardly make any noise. Just goes right in the outlet in the wall. It's cleaning your air constantly. 
they have three packs for sale. I own six of them. They have three packs for sale for my viewers. EdenPureDeals.com code JESSE is where you go get that three pack. Highly, highly recommend it. All right, we'll be back. You know what's awesome? Being a dad and taking your kid to a baseball game or even just going to a baseball game. You know why it's awesome? Because every dude, when he goes to a baseball game, dreams of having one of the players hit a ball, come his way, and looking cool when he snatches the ball. You want to see the coolest one of those I think I've ever seen in my life? I'll play that for you in a second. Before we get to that, let's get to this. It's really cool to not be stuck in a timeshare, too. That's cool. When economic times suck like this, we're all cutting expenses. What can we cut? What, do we, what don't we need? But it's, it's, we're all doing it. That timeshare you want out of and don't think you can get out of, you can cut that. You're one phone call away. You need to call Lone Star Transfer because they succeed 99% of the time in getting people out of their timeshare legally and permanently. Make that phone call. 844-310-2646. Lone Star Transfer will get you out. Family-owned company. They've helped over 18,000 people. Call them. They'll get you out. Now, let's go to dad and baseball. Dad's making plays. Nice. A, a beverage, a baby, and a baseball. Greatest moment of that guy's life. I'll see you tomorrow. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.